an Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. I was sick. I was not happy in my job. I was not happy in a relationship that I was in. And I realized that I was always living for everyone else. And I, I, I came here with a huge heart and it was really hard always to see people suffering. And I always was trying to help people who were suffering. And unfortunately, the person who was suffering probably the most around me was me. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, it's your host and coach, Amy Stark, and today we're going to talk about how other people can get into your energetic field. So I was recently talking with somebody who had no idea that we are made up of energy and that other people could get in our space. But as I was sharing my thoughts around that, this person started nodding their head like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I thought I would share my thoughts with you so that you can kind of see how we are energetic beings, but also why it's important that we learn to clear our energy and how we can do that. Here's the thing. Some people are more susceptible to getting other people's energy in their space than others. And the people who are not very susceptible to getting people's energy in their space have really good boundaries. They have a very strong energetic field. And there are reasons for why they have that. But mostly, I think that it has a lot to do with their genes and their mindset and the upbringing that they come into this world with. The people who are more susceptible to getting other people's energy in their space are people who maybe have some intergenerational trauma or their mother maybe was very stressed out when when she was pregnant with them. It could be your genes that aren't great at detoxifying. And it also could be your placement within your family. So there are lots of different reasons why we might have a weaker energetic field. And you probably understand at this point that if you have a weaker energetic field, you're probably getting more sick. You're also probably not feeling as much clarity and direction and focus and other people get into your space and you can become irritated. So there are lots of reasons why we need to clear our energy. But what I want to talk about more deeply first is that our cells are communicating through energy. And this is why I made the course, You Are Energy. Because this concept of us being energetic beings is not really something that is taught in school. Believe it or not, I was a science teacher. I know that for sure (laughs) because I was shocked to hear that we are made up of energy. And it's not even just like the fact that we have a nervous system and that is electrical, but you can look to like an EKG and an EEG to see that we are energetic beings. That's how they read 
our heart and our brains and the energy that is coming off of us. But specifically, when I found Bruce Lipton's book about how the cells are really just these little antennas and we have 50 trillion of them, it's hard to count them. <laughs> so somewhere between 37, and 50, they're making you a human antenna. And that's the thing is like, we don't really realize that our cells are like a community. And when there's a break in the communication, obviously there's going to be a whole body situation failure. <laughs> Here's the thing. The heart is the organizer of the field. And then if anything is not working properly, the signal is not going to flow throughout the body in the way that it's intended to. So getting energy healing, for instance, is going to help smooth that communication out. Doing a detox is going to help get any Thing that is a carcinogen or a toxin out of the way of that communication. It's sort of like fixing the telephone lines when you do that. What's interesting about all this is that it is, you know, when we have a toxin like that, it's a positive energy, unfortunately, like it's confusing, but that's what it is. And when we do something like grounding, we are bringing in electrons that are going to pull out that positive energy. Same thing is true when we have green juices or if we go to an energy healer. We are going to be flooded with these electrons that are going to clear our energy. So we are energetic beings. If you really are interested, I have the You Are Energy course. I go more in depth with like how we are energetic beings, how you can understand how distance energy work is possible. And I explain quantum physics and the chakras and EFT and how I clear my energy. It's all in there. And the link is below. But here's the overview. Over time, when we have a susceptible energetic field, we begin to feel what other people want from us around us. We begin to develop a highly rewarding system where we will feel somebody in our energetic space. So for instance, let's say it's our mom and she really wants us to do the dishes, right? But, you know, realizes that you're always the one that's doing the dishes. So she won't ask you, but you can feel that she wants to ask you. And it becomes so intense in your space that you just go and do it. And then your mom comes to you and is like, oh my gosh, sweetie, you're such a good child. Oh my goodness. This is so helpful. You're always right there for me. And then you're like, oh, I just got some attention for doing the dishes and not being asked. And then you're like, well, maybe if I vacuum, I'll get the same kind of attention. It's not really like the mother in this situation is trying to control the child, but the child has intuitively figured out that the mom has specific needs and then becomes the person that she relies on. And honestly, the child is happy to be the one that is being relied on because it gives them a role, a sense of purpose. It gets them out of their space. Then they feel like if I do that thing, then I can go and play outside. And then I don't have to worry about having to come in in the middle of it and do the dishes. This goes on for many years. This isn't something that just happens overnight. But over time, let's say there becomes a teacher and the teacher needs some help in leading the classroom. And you become a very good read of the energy in the room and develop some skills in which to direct the energy of the room in a different direction that the teacher needs. So the teacher is like, thank you so much. I really appreciate all your help. You're such a good student. You get the validation. And so on and on and on, you get this validation over and over. And it becomes this thing where when people's energy are in your space, 
You can feel what they want you to do, but instead of understanding that you could just clear them out of your space and then you could decide whether or not you want to do that thing, you automatically feel like you're constantly putting out fires. And that leads to pretty much exhaustion and also hypervigilance because then it becomes like, oh, Amy, let's say if it was me, because this is how it was. Oh, Amy's so dependable. Amy's so helpful. Amy's always knows what I need. Amy's always three or four steps ahead of me. And when you're a child like myself, and I'm one of six, it was hard to get any sort of attention other than when I was sick. I did get attention when I was sick. But, you know, if I wasn't bleeding or dying, my mom was like, well, let me find the person who is bleeding and dying and help them. (laughs) So if I was doing something positively, I was getting that validation and that connection with my mother or the teacher or whoever I was looking for the validation and connection from. But again, over time, that causes us to be in this fight or flight state because we're in this hypervigilance, constantly serving the energy of the room, the people around us. Like I've mentioned before, I'm one of six kids. And so there was a lot of things going on at any given time. And sometimes I would survey the room that I was walking into to find out if somebody was about to get in trouble and then I was going to be lumped in with them. So I was constantly reading energy and it caused my nervous system to be in overdrive. I also had somebody who was bullying me pretty consistently and my hypervigilance was on to make sure that I was okay from that person. This leads to a body that can't quite recover. So my sleep was really interrupted and my digestion was really screwed up and I became highly allergic to a lot of things and I was in and out of doctor's offices very quickly growing up because of this high state of vigilance. And after years and years of living my life like that, I wound up very sick in my 20s. And I started to realize that I was sick. I was not happy in my job. I was not happy in a relationship that I was in. And I realized that I was always living for everyone else. And I I came here with a huge heart and it was really hard always to see people suffering And I always was trying to help people who were suffering. And unfortunately, the person who was suffering probably the most around me was me. But I didn't really realize it because my programming was so strong to please other people that I forgot to take care of myself. And here's the thing. When we learn to rewrite these programs that are causing us to people please and then become a perfectionist, because you want to do it exactly right for those people, because you want that reward. And then honestly, what happens is, is, you know, you get that reward and it's sort of like that dopamine hit that you need and it gets harder and harder to achieve it, which becomes a perfectionist program. And you keep demanding more of yourself and that causes you to become this type A, overachiever, perfectionist, because you're still hoping that you'll be able to please others. But in the end, that's not the point of why we're here. We're here to connect with others, yes, but we're also here to grow and evolve as a spirit and a soul. And we are here to learn how to put boundaries up, learn how to take care of ourselves and grow because we feel like growing in that particular direction, not because we feel like we have to. In my practice, I've worked with a lot of people who are in their 40s and 50s, and they look back and they think, I don't know why I got in that marriage. I don't know why I didn't go to that college that I wanted to go to. I don't know why I didn't become a soccer player versus a gymnast. I don't know why I never feel happy. 
I don't know why the bar is always raised. I, I spoke to a little kid, like a teenager, not little, little, but a teenager. And she was like, it feels like a ball and chain around my ankle all the time. When you develop the, this programming, it comes from a protection or a survival mechanism. But now that you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you don't really need to be living for everybody else, right? To survive, right? Because we intuitively are trying to make sure that we're still valuable. Let's say in my own family, being a valuable person is like I couldn't get voted off the island, right? Like my mom would be like, well, the last person to go here has got to be Amy because she's going to vacuum. She's going to clean up. She's going to take care of the other kids. She's going to make sure that nobody else is going to light the house on fire. You know, she'll tell me if something's going on. So you become really valuable. And that's part of your first chakra. Being a part of a community is really important and making sure that your value is well known. And unfortunately, like I was just becoming more and more susceptible to this energy because my body was so much in this state of decay, really, because the energy wasn't flowing the way that it should be because I was in constant fight or flight. So it's like my body could never regenerate itself to get more energy and become stronger and get boundaries and fight back and be like, hey, no, this is not okay. Like I am nine years old. I don't want to stay inside in the summer and watch my little sister. I want to go out and play for a little bit, at least for a couple of hours, not necessarily the whole day. I'm okay to help, but like I just would still like to be a kid. And I felt like I had a lot of responsibilities when I was a kid that I thought was what I wanted, but it wasn't really what I wanted. And it was because I was trying to make sure that I had value, that I was needed, but this constant trying to read their room is what caused me to be in hypervigilance, which is fight or flight, which caused my energy to degrade, which caused my body to not have this opportunity to regenerate. And the programs got stronger because it was actually trying to keep me alive. But then when I really came to look at it in my 20s, I was like, wow, this is not working for me anymore. I am valuable. I offer a lot. I don't have to prove myself all the time. And I can take a step back and start to refill my own energetic field. And I remember having to put that these boundaries down when I was like 26 years old. And it was hard. It was really hard to be like, no, I'm not doing that for you. I am taking care of me. I almost got to a critically low place in my life and I can't go back there. And it, and it really took rock bottom for me to realize that things weren't working out for me. But I have gone on this journey since then, so about 17 years, to figure out how do I rewrite those programs that I picked up as a child to people, please, to be a perfectionist, to always be three or four steps ahead of people and be the visionary and things like that, to realizing how my body really needed to be nourished, how I could biohack maybe some of the things that are going on in my body and rewrite the future that I was going to have because I was 26 years old and had a very strong awareness that I was going to pass at 40 years old. And it used to freak me out. But of course, it was like 14 years away. You know, I was like, well, hopefully I'll figure it out by then. But I, I used to tell people like that were in my close circle, like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I went to go see a psychic one time. And I had obviously not told her this. And she was like, you were supposed to die at 40. She's like, but you figured out how to start caring for your energetic body, learning to live your life for yourself. You found your purpose. You've changed your diet. All these things that helped to build up my energetic field so that I could be strong and healthy versus this being who was constantly feeling like I was in a, an ocean and I had a sail up that was just like with a huge storm, constantly just 
going back and forth all over the place and feeling like I was never getting anywhere and just completely twisted and turned around. Now I have drive, I have focus, I have clarity, I have health. I am able to get people out of my space. Like if I walk in somewhere and I'm fine and I leave and I'm not, I know that I picked up somebody's energy. And here's the thing. When you pick up somebody's energy, it is not that that person is trying to get you or something like that. What's happening is there's a match to the energy that you picked up from somebody else. That's how you pick it up. There has to be like a a key and a hole kind of deal. Like they're there to bring that energy to you, to ignite it, to have you recognize it, to have you then release it and rewrite it. I look at when I get triggered as an opportunity to find energy that I've been meaning to get rid of for a really long time. And I just haven't been able to see it. And this other person has now brought this to my attention. I could either get really pissed off and just clear it. And then it's going to probably pop up again because I haven't deeply cleared it because there's different layers of clearing. In my Your Energy series, I talk about the different ways that you can clear your energy. And of course, I talk about this in the classes that I teach. Every class that I teach, the foundation is the UR Energy course because this is stuff that you can review over and over and over again. And I actually created the UR Energy series because I actually got tired of repeating the same stuff to every single client. That I was like, you know what? It would be much easier and more effective for them if they could listen to the UR Energy series before they start working with me so that I could then refer back to it. And then if they have questions, I'll say, okay, go watch video five again or whatever so that they could review it on their own time and take it in and take notes. Because a lot of people who I'm working with are not feeling great and their brain and their cognitive skills aren't exactly where they want them to be. And it's going to take time to recover them. And I know the different ways to do it. It has to be a mind, body, spirit transformation. You can't just address the the physical body. Let's say if you do address the physical body and let's say you go to the doctor and they give you like a prescription of some kind, that's going to mask the symptoms. If you go to, let's say, a naturopath, they might find like, oh, you have an imbalance in a hormone. And let's say it's progesterone and estrogen. Well, I found out that progesterone has a lot to do with how much you love yourself and how willing you are to put out down boundaries. And if you have mindsets that are telling you that you're not perfect and telling you that you need to do more work and you need to work harder and that you're never enough, you're going to have lower progesterone. So like, yes, you could take a cream for that, but is that really fixing the ultimate problem, which is always running in the background, which is causing you to be in this fight or flight, which is causing these chemicals within your body to be off balance. The way that I look at things is I look for the root cause. I want to know what is the final like cause of why you are experiencing the things you're experiencing? Because there's a lot of different ways we can go about it. And actually, one of the things that I love from spirit is when I'm working with somebody, they will tell me the mind, body, spirit answers, if you will. Like they'll say, okay, this person needs this physical supplement or physical food. Actually, a lot of times food is recommended, which is really interesting because there's lots of ways in which food can be very healing. Another one would be, this is the program that they're running. This is how they see themselves. And this is their spiritual lesson right now. So when you go at the healing from this mind-body-spirit connection, you're really going to have the transformation that you're looking for. And that's why I struggled so much when I was little and I was in and out of doctor's office because they were constantly giving me a pill. They were telling me to take allergy shots. I was miserable despite all the freaking drugs I was on. And out of school all the time. Like my body was just ailing so much. And it was really hard to be here. And even just the other day, I catch myself sometimes and I'm like, 
you know, I, I found the supplement berberine and I was researching it and it's helped helps with blood sugar. And I've, I mentioned in another podcast, like my blood sugar is fine. Like it's not like I'm a diabetic, thank God. And I'm not or pre-diabetes, but I do have insulin resistance and I'm working to lower that. And really one of the problems that I'm noticing is that I've had these swings all my life and I didn't realize that's what was going on. I just thought that was part of the normal human experience. Anyway, so I'm reading through this supplement berberine that you can take a couple times a day. That's going to help to regulate your blood sugar. Well, it turns out that it also helps you be better absorbing oxygen. And I'm like, oh, that's really great because I know that my my oxygen levels are really high at night when I'm supposed to be resting and I don't know how to fix it. And it's not just like when I'm at high altitude, like I just know that I'm poor at manufacturing or using oxygen. And one of the things that I was listening to from this guy, Gary, and I'm forgetting his name, Gary B, we'll just say he's very famous for we're looking at our mortality rate because he worked for a life insurance company and they figured out through this formula, like they could figure out what month you were going to die in your life within like he can find out within one month accuracy. And he said the number one thing that's going to change that is how well you are using oxygen. And I do know that from working with the people with Parkinson's is that they use oxygen a lot faster. So I know that using oxygen a lot faster is part of a neurological problem. So I'm like trying to get ahead of that. Anyway, I'm like outcome of my mouth. I'm like, Fen, I'm like, I'm so excited that I get, I found this supplement berberine and it helps with oxygen consumption. And I'm like, I never knew that this would be related to blood sugar and helping to control it. And sure enough, it does. And I was like, it'd be so great to not have any breathing problems. And I, I was just just saying that out of my mouth, I was like, God, Amy, you just, you've tried so hard your whole life to be here. I mean, there's just so many levels that I have struggled quietly. And that's why I do what I do because I don't want people to struggle the way that I struggled. So if there's something that I learn and it's going to make a huge difference in my health, there's a pretty good chance that it's going to make a difference in your health, which is why I share what I learned for myself why I do the things that I do. And when I was talking to this person about the fact that we're energetic bodies and that people can get in our space and that we can become perfectionists because of it and become people people pleasers and our health can degrade and we can hit like a dark night of the soul, she kept nodding her head and she was like, yeah, I get it. Like that's like the first time it's made sense to me because I, I want to say no to these people in my head, but my my body says I need to to say yes because I I need to be physically safe. But now that that person is older and is making their own life and making money and is safe, they don't need to run those programs anymore. And that's the point is like there comes a time when we can actually safely rewrite these programs. We can go back, like I said, back to the future. We can go back, rewrite the story and change how our nervous system feels, which changes our future. Thank you, Einstein, for also talking about the parallel timeline, because that was really cool when he was talking about that parallel timeline. It really is like, almost ever kind of reminded me of like Beetlejuice when they're in that like waiting room. And that's different because that was when they were about to pass or had passed. But I just kind of feel like there's this like waiting room that you go into when you're doing this personal transformation. And it's so magical. Like you have your team there, you have your, your, person that you're working with, if you're working with somebody and their team, and you have a vibration that is like assisting you in this transformation. I thought that was so cool. And the fact that when we do this healing work, we can change the trajectory of our future. 
by going to the past. <laughs> it's so incredible and amazing, but it's not really the past, like Einstein was saying. Anyway, go back and listen. It's last week, the episode about healing and how healing is like time travel. Anyway, I love you all. Please check out my You Are Energy series if you are interested in learning how to clear your energy. The last video there is the, the seventh video, and that's all about clearing your energy. Or what you can do is you can sign up on my email list and I will email you the audio version of How to Clear Your Energy from a podcast I did right in the beginning in 2020. But in the Your Energy series, I also talk about how to do EFT, the chakras, how you can look at the chakras and you can figure out if you have, a let's say, a thyroid issue, that has to do with the fifth chakra, which has to do with how you speak your truth to others, but also how you speak to yourself. So there's a lot of interesting information within the Your Energy series, and I created it so that it's easy to understand, easy to digest. And actually, I mean, people have given, I think I have like 30 or 40 reviews that are all around five star. So people have enjoyed it. It's easy. It's only two and a half hours. And you can learn a lot about this foundation that you need to understand that you are an energetic being and how you can begin to support that. I talk a little bit about mindset in there too. I think that's on the sixth video. There's really cool stuff about how you're an antenna and you interact with the world and about epigenetics. It's all so cool. I just love this stuff. So anyway, you are energy and it's up to you to protect your energy. And the ways that you can protect your energy are through your mind, body, and spirit. One of the easiest ways to protect yourself is to learn how to clear your energy and get a solid boundary in your energetic field. But then it becomes a process of supporting the energetic connections within your own body. If you have an injury, you're going to want to get some energy healing to help smooth out that connection. If you have been exposed to toxins, you're going to want to go and do some sort of detox that's going to pull out those signals that are going to be scrambling your energy. And if you have lost your spiritual connection, which I doubt that you have if you're listening to this podcast, but if you have, Creating a spiritual connection, again, with your creator or the universe or love, however you want to look at it, is really important. And if you have lived your life like I did for the first 26 years and you reach a dark night of the soul, you do lose hope. I didn't have a community back then. And that's why I started the podcast, because I was like, if anybody's going through a dark night of the soul... Turns out it was a lot of people who were about to go through a dark night of the soul on the planet. And that's why God came to me and said, Amy, please have a podcast that you share these things on. Because it's not regularly talked about that we are energetic beings, that we have more control over our overall health, that once we start to manage our nervous system and the way that we see the world, everything else starts to fall into place. We start creating the life that we really want. We start feeling the way that we want. We start having joy and peace and happiness. And we start to have more connections. We start to feel like it's okay to be vulnerable. That's another one. I've talked about this before. When we are perfectionists, we hate to be vulnerable. And the reason why is because we want to appear like we're have, we have it all together, that we know the next answer, that we can predict what's going to happen. But the truth of the matter is that it's exhausting doing that. And yes, we probably could predict a lot of things and get to the next level and help people out like in the ways that we're looking to help them. But at the end of the day, we're not here to just prove our worth. We're here to connect. And so we do need to have this give and take. We do need to have this reciprocation of the things that we do. And we have to ha learn how to receive 
And that becomes really, really difficult when you're in this constant fight or flight. Because when you're in fight or flight, you block everything out. And, and your focus is actually really hard to attain. Because biologically speaking, you, you slip into reptilian brain, which is very narrow-minded in terms of focus. So learning to calm your nervous system so that you can receive, so that when somebody says, Amy, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. Like I, I, you've changed my life and I don't know where I'd be without you, which I have heard before. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I get it. You're welcome. I, it took me a while for me to be like, Amy, what the hell? <laughs> that is amazing that that person said that to you. Like, take it into your heart. But because my mind was always like, there's so many other people out there that I got to help. Like, I don't have time to just like, you know, listen to this person say this. It's great. And I've been looking for that validation, but it's kind of like, that's not enough. You know, at the time it was like, like, it's, it's weird. It's hard to explain, but I was like, that's so great. And I'm really happy, but like, I got to go do other things. <laughs> like, like I have so much more work to do. And like, I'm glad you're feeling better, but there's like 50,000 other people. I took it in for maybe a second, but not long enough to really like wash that emotion over my body. And that, that actually came from Tuesdays with Maury. If you haven't read Tuesdays with Maury, it is an amazing book. I learned so much from it, but one of the things was to wash your body of that emotion. And I often see people who are perfectionists as if this like spirit depicts them as people who have all these like thousands of gifts around them, around their energetic heart space, and they haven't yet opened those gifts and like took them in. And it's sad because they they aren't even noticing them because they're like overlooking these beautiful gifts that other people have given to them. And they're the fuel that they need to keep going, to be honest. Like that love and connection is why we're here. So when we take that time to look to see those presents that people have put at our heart space, we then become much stronger and we see that we are worthy. We see that we're enough and we begin to heal, which is the most important part. Our nervous system finally relaxes and is like, oh, you can take a break. <laughs> like, you'll get to the other people. Because when you are in this state of rest, digest, and heal, you can see the truth of the matter, which is there's no way you can see 55,000 people, you know, <laughs> in one day or whatever it is that it feels. I mean, I, I'm, no joke, it feels like that sometimes when I was doing my work. Like, I was like, I don't know how I have, there's not enough hours in the day. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Which is another reason why I decided to do the podcast, because I'm always like, I can then reach a lot of people in very impactful ways. Because what I saw from day to day to day is that people who are into spirituality, the people who are into energy are the people who are usually sensitive to energy. And understanding how we are all very similar in that, we're, that we're energetic beings and that we probably have energetic boundaries that are a little bit weaker than those other people who we, we see. And we're like, how does that not affect you? <laughs> I mean, it truly is like a recipe for getting better. Understanding these concepts is crucial for your transformation, for a permanent transformation. Like I said, Western medicine is great. Like last night, I had a terrible headache. I woke up this morning even with a little bit of a headache. And I'm like, I, I did I, all the things that I knew what to do, like rewrite some program, did some tapping, asked spirit, okay, which way do you want me to turn my neck? I started yawning. I started releasing things that might have been caught up from things that I wanted to say, but I didn't get a chance to say it. And I still was in pain. And I was like, you know what? It's three o'clock in the morning. I've had a really rough week. 
There's been other things that have been going on. My my dog had a stroke, my oldest dog. It's been kind of tentative, like whether she was going to get better or not. And she is getting better, thank God. But we've lost a lot of sleep. I've been stressed out. It's very. She's getting older. She's 13. So there's a lot of things that have been going through my mind. And she really, it's kind of interesting because she came to me at a time when I was really starting to grow spiritually. I had a lot of alone time. I wound up moving to Florida and I was taking classes to become a massage therapist. So I was learning about the physical body and the energy. But all day long, I studied nutrition and I I studied energy. And I listened to people like Wayne Dyer and Sylvia Brown. And I wrote blogs about my journey. I have about 75 blogs on my website. And she and I used to sit and meditate. And I needed her like I really did at that time, like my soul, I just needed that unconditional love. And I really feel like I have gotten so far and transformed so much that she's like, it's okay. You don't need me anymore. And there's a beauty in that. She was like my spiritual wingman or something. She was the perfect love that I needed. I knew she didn't want anything. I knew she just loved me. And that was very healing. But now I've learned to love myself in such a deep and profound way and build boundaries and know who I am. And she's like, it took you 13 freaking years, Amy. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. She's like, my work is done here. And she's not ready to leave just yet, thank God, because I love her. But that awareness last week was big and this podcast was only supposed to be 15 minutes but apparently maybe that's why my neck was so jacked up because I had so much more to say I love you all you've got this I know you do and until next week let's heal together If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. Content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.